This week on episode 99 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, I've got a university that just found out they had a mummy. Uh, vegans protesting a, a restaurant because vegans. Some people with some very questionable interpretations of their faith. And in recommended listening, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the live stream for The Cure 2.0 coming up in May. So let's get on with the show. Beginning on that old podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the absolutely frazzle-brained Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And on this show, if you're new, I share my twisted little stories and ramblings and rants and, and whatever the hell's going on in my head. I make fun of some weird new stuff, and I promote other podcasts and i tell you about stuff that i think you should be checking out because i'm apparently just a nice guy like that and can't stick to one thing for an entire show so have i mentioned i'm i'm easily distracted i'm pretty sure i've mentioned i'm easily distracted or if you've listened to the show for any amount of time you understand that i'm easily distracted so yeah here's the thing i've I've tried to kind of get the show streamlined and organized. And I think I talked about this last week. They were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start doing this here and record. You can do this here and here and here to try and, and make the show more efficient. Fuck that all up real good this week. <laughs> so once again, I'm finding myself in that situation where I've talked about before where I've I'm I'm doing the show, but I didn't have the show ready at all. <laughs> I, I'm looking at it more of, I'm doing the show today, and I'm releasing the show on Wednesday, because Wednesday is show day. Wednesday is release day. And I really don't feel like throwing that off the week before, you know, for episode 99. I don't want to be a day late on episode 99 when episode 100, the big celebration is next week, that would just be shitty. Uh, incidentally, if you want to submit any questions for the little AMA thing that I'm trying to do, not a lot of questions coming in, people. Send me some shit, really. And, um, or any comments or audio clips, if you want to be heard on the show, send me your stuff. Send it to odddadout at gmail.com. Gotta remember, it's like I always fumble through the email address. Odddadout at gmail.com. Get me those by March 31st to be included in the show. And, because I don't think I've actually said this on the show so far, to be included in a giveaway, I will draw from everybody who submits anything for, for this, uh, for episode 100. I will do a drawing. Maybe I'll do it on like Facebook Live or something. Hey, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do a drawing for everybody that submitted anything for the show for an Odd Dead Out prize pack to include a t-shirt and a mug because me and mugs and come on and stickers. And maybe my wife will let me throw some other shit in there. I don't know. But 
at the very least expect those and there will be some some other stuff too not just it's not just going to be the one prize but anyway <laughs> hey good things people my wife authorized i I'm authorized authorized me giving shit away she's letting me spend money on you guys so take advantage damn it anyway <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm breaking one of those early rules of podcasting where, you know, just, and it's, it's, it's less of a, one of the, it's less of a rule and more of a don't take things too seriously. You can be late. Well, I don't want to be late because it's episode 99. Almost as much as I really don't want to be late next week and next week is going to be all editing. Anyway, <laughs> but. Uh, basically, I got myself just kind of distracted by other little projects. You know how I said I was trying, I was looking at putting a web, a more formal, a more streamlined, a better looking website experience. And I was going to do something like that. Well, I started doing that. And I started working on, um, I, I had to make some adjustments to the, uh, SMF network site more like changing players and little shit like that and if you're not smf the surprise motherfucker network the uh, surprise mfers if you want to be clean about it but the uh as uh, myself chris the mole man from the mole man show and mike jolet show all of us out here surprise arizona although chris is moving and i think we need to strip his we need to strip his surprise card away i don't know no, he, he runs too much shit and he owns the website. Never mind. Take it back, bud. Anyway, <laughs> but I was, I was doing some little, some tweaks there and I started, and it's built on Weebly and I started tweaking around. I was like, you know what? I, what if I build a Weebly site for myself? And I started doing that and started tweaking that and, and building the website and all this stuff and eating away hours that were supposed to be spent doing show prep <laughs> and maybe doing out you know the the episode artwork and show notes and all these things that I do when I have the time to do these things for the show so that I'm prepared when I sit down here on Wednesday and yeah I got all distracted <sighs> cuz I got distracted and even today when I should have, when I had the morning and I could have been doing all this prep anyway, I got distracted again. And I started doing that shit. I was like, oh, well, let me just take a minute. Let me look at this thing. Nope. Dumbass. Fuck. 20 minutes later, I haven't accomplished anything. And yeah. So there's that. <laughs> all even, even on top of that. Because again, easily distracted. Lots of shit going on. And easily distracted. If you if you looked at the episode art, if you actually see the episode art for this one, because I do, I've started doing that ahead of time. Cause me, cause I have to have it for when I publish the episode, so I have to have it ready. Anyway, but I I, I do the episode art and I'm very busy this week, and it's very busy this week because my brain and my attention span and all of my shit has been very busy this week. Because on top of looking into building a website, and I, and I honestly, I think I'm just going to throw that whole Weebly page away because I can't do with it what I want to do with it. So I'm probably going to toss all that shit away. But I started kind of dabbling with music. And I started dabbling with music very much as a direct relation to my podcast friends who uh, can sing. I've, I've had 
Like I've gotten examples and I've heard uh, songs, pretty much all covers, done by Becky from PRL. Uh, they recorded like an entire album of her singing covers, everything from Fiona Apple to Elton John and David Bowie and all this. And they did all this stuff, I guess it was like a Christmas present for her brother or something like that, which was really awesome. And if you listen to their show, then you've heard this all the way back when, when they did it. God, I think that was even a year ago. And then I think about it. Damn. Anyway, but they did all that and that was cool and it was great. And, uh, Gareth and Bex have been having these sort of singing competitions Basically, they put up a poll and say, okay, whoever wins has to sing this song. And so they've been doing these sort of singing challenges back and forth. And then I've heard uh, Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts uh, sent me a clip that she did, a uh, cover she did from a Portal with uh, Bandrew Scott from uh, Podcastage and Bandrew Says Podcast. And all, my, all of my pod friends are all very musically inclined. And they're all, they're all good singers and very good performers. And I, I actually sing and I, it's one of those, and I've talked about like, I've been playing guitar since I was 15 years old and I still think I'm crap, but that's whatever. But I've, I started thinking, it's like, you know what? It's like, there's some stuff that I can do very well. And so there were a few songs that I, I kind of put my little list together of songs that I was going to record myself. And of course, that means, okay, now I've got to go get the music because I have to have the music. You basically have to get a karaoke track. You got to get a good karaoke track, not one of the, wow, good karaoke track. <laughs> and you, and, and so it's something that's, you know, not crap. It's not like all, you know, it's not uh welcome to my nightmare on, or welcome to, yeah, welcome to the jungle. People will probably get that one better. It's not welcome to the jungle on synthesizer, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, it's, and it, so hunting down good stuff and my, my choices are very wide and I'm not going to tell you what they are because you, in all likelihood you will never hear them. Maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll end up like throwing them on Patreon or some shit. I don't know. If you want to listen to my God awful excuse for singing or whatever, um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I'll throw them up there. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But that's kind of something that I've, I've kind of started dabbling in. And very much a matter of, at this point, the only people who have heard, I've only done one song. I did when I tried to do another one and I was like, nope, my voice doesn't work for that. <laughs> it just doesn't work. And it's more a matter of my, vo the key and the tone of my voice in relation to the music as it is. Basically, in order for me to sing it, it would have to be, uh, recorded in a different key, basically. And so it just doesn't work. Eh, fine, whatever. But I've, I think I've, I, I vetoed that song. I may give it another go. I don't know. But I, I, I basically spent the better part of two days. If I wasn't working on the website that I really shouldn't have, that I basically I'm throwing away. Um, if I wasn't working on that, I was working on this music. And that's all fine and dandy, but once again, I should have been doing show prep. And, you know, it's one of those, yeah, it's a four-minute song. How long could it take? Yeah, about 50 takes later. <laughs> because mildly perfectionist. And I, and I say mildly perfectionist because it's music. There's a, and, and you know, you listen to the show and I don't cut a lot out. I basically cut out if I cough. <laughs> Mostly. 
that's most of it. And for the most part, the rest of it is it's free thought. And it's very much the rambling, fumbling over myself, fumbling over words, all that. That's just, it's the way I talk. It's, and it's natural. And I'm not going to, was it Dave Jackson says, when you start out, you know, you have zero listeners and you have your authentic or you have your integrity. And for me, part of the authenticity of this show and the integrity of the show is I don't edit who I am. Hence why this is a very uh, not safe for work show. I don't censor my language here and I don't edit out the fact that I might fumble and ramble because I can talk faster than I can think. And so sometimes my mouth hasn't caught up to the words or my brain hasn't caught up to the words that are coming out of my mouth yet. And I get that whole, you think you're going to say one word and you start saying one word and then you change your mind halfway through the word and you say a completely different word, except now you've combined the two words and now it doesn't make any sense. And I do that all the time and I ramble and talk fast like this, just like I've been doing for the last day. I don't know how many seconds. See that normal people would cut that out. Me? No, don't care. That's part of me. I talk like that normally, not even just, not even just when there's a mic in front of me, but all of that is podcast world. I'm much more loose. Music, I'm a fucking perfectionist. And so it took me hours and hours each day doing multiple takes, adjusting, and basically almost turned into individually recording each verse, individually recording each chorus, individually. But I had like 50 tracks to basically sandwich this song together and adjust timing and everything. Um, make sure everything lined up just the way it needed to. And it's one of those, uh, the final product, it's one of those songs where you have to sing a word on a particular beat. More on account of like the music is designed and the, the lyrics and it's, it's designed and like, you know, you raise your voice here and you, you put emphasis here because there's a, a hard drum beat or there's a hard uh, guitar uh, riff right here that it has to match up. Otherwise it sounds weird. Those little things. So forgetting those timings, right. And getting all that adjusted. And then it's still kind of tweaky to me, but doing all that, but all of, and it's like, nah, this one doesn't sound like do it again. Nah, this doesn't sound like do it again. And 50 takes later, I can't sing the final chorus and oh, well, I guess I'll have to rest and start again tomorrow. <laughs> and that, that's, I spent a lot of time doing that. But I, I want to do more of that, and I want to do more singing, and I don't know, and I'm, I'm probably never going to sing on camera, just because. But, yeah, because I'm, I still, I'm, as much as I want to do interviews, and I want to, I don't, I keep saying interviews, it's not interviews. I don't interview shit, and I have no intention going forward, uh, with guests and things on the show, I have no intention of interviewing anybody. Uh, it will very much be, guests come on chat have a conversation because i like having conversations with people somebody as antisocial as i am one-on-one -on -one conversation i'm okay with i don't like groups and so one-on-one -on -one interaction i'm good with and so i i, I can do that and have a, have a conversation with a person and it's like yeah that's gonna be fine and I, I need, there's a ton of people I need to reach out to. There's, there's a few that I've already talked to that's like, yeah, we need to just, you know, set up a time. And 
very much my sense of I procrastinate and I'm like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. A lot of that shit. But, you know, obviously I'm going to have uh, uh, Chris the Mole Man and Mike Joel that's on here. I've already talked with Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings. If I'm lucky, I'll get Bex. Bex is always a, a kind of a crapshoot because you never know what her work schedule is like if she's available and things like that. And so that's always a thing. I want to talk. I want to talk to, uh, and I want to get, and I feel bad because to, to ask him to come on this show when I've been trying to work out scheduling to and timing to get on their show for the better part of two years. But I want to get Matt and possibly, Be- and if, and if I can, Becky and Joe, but I want to get the crew from pre, uh, from pre-recorded live on here because again there's some of my earliest podcast friends and i think i've talked about it before but uh matt's been going through some health stuff i don't want to get too deep into it but he's had uh cancer in the past he's had basically some uh resurgence of cancer in recent months and so their show has basically been on hiatus after, like they did their hundredth episode, and I think they've done like two episodes since then, between cancer stuff, holidays, treatments, stuff, and so I've been like, damn, and watch. And it's been he's done a lot of Facebook Live stuff that I've been kind of chiming in on, um, but you know, he'll be like doing a Facebook Live while he's doing chemo because what the hell else am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm sitting here for eight hours, you know, stuff like that. But I want to get I want to get them on because they're they're really cool and they're really awesome and I want to I want to get to chat with them directly because I haven't had that opportunity. Whereas I've had a lot of chats with with Chris and Mike and Gareth and and Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts who I I want to get on here and she knows I want I I haven't actually I don't think I've actually formally asked her but I think it's it goes without saying. It's one of those, she's one of those people that it goes without saying that I want to have on the show. Um, very soon, and I'm, I'm probably going to knock this one out as soon as I can. And I'm sure they're not listening, but, um, I want to get, uh, Nick and Justin from the Epic Film Guys to come on and talk about the live stream for the cure ahead of the live stream for the cure. And I'm going to get more into that a little bit later, but, Okay, a lot later. That's the end of the show. But I'm gonna, but I want to get them on for obvious reasons. Again, like very obviously for live stream for the cure stuff. And so I want to do that. But it's, it's all like post 100. But this is all stuff I want to get, I want to do. And those, again, those episodes are going to be, I'm not going to have somebody on every week because fuck, that's too much editing I don't do. But it's something I want to do. And it's, it, it's, Again, it's a going forward thing. It's little, it's, it's stuff like that that I want to get into. And yeah, I'm easily distracted. Have I mentioned I'm easily distracted? I don't even know how I got to that, but because <laughs> my brain, because my brain just goes places. Uh, I can't, I can't control how, what, yeah, that. <laughs> All right. My brain is shutting off. So I'm going to get some more coffee. I'm going to play you some podcast promos and I will be right back with the news. (laughs) 
here's a few reasons why you should be listening to the Unwritable Rant podcast with host Juliet Miranda. She can tell a great story. If you can't play dead, play drunk. And it works, I swear. <laughs> she interviews celebrities that have great stories. If, if we have a cousin that's kind of strange, we don't we don't put him away or tuck him away. We set him on an old dryer out in the front yard with alcohol and let him wave at people. <laughs> right, right. And then you tell your friends about it. And she's tolerant and loves kids. So these kids go running up after the ball, and I stand up and I yell, kids die in the street all the time. So head on over to theunwritablerant.com and listen to the show. Hello, we're from Netflix's full podcast. Let me review Netflix shows for you, please. It would mean so much to me if you let me review Netflix for you. Somebody's got to review them. Why can't it be me? Come on, let the boy review Netflix shows for you. Hi, hello. Are you good? Uh, Good. Let me drink crappy alcohol and make jokes for you. I'm already going to be reviewing Netflix for you. Just say yes to me drinking crappy alcohol. Honestly and sincerely, I'd like to make jokes for you to laugh at. He's a good, hard-working boy. Let him drink some beer and make jokes. Please don't make me watch the one-star movies. He's a nice boy! Watch your own damn shitty movies! For God's sake! Down on Netflix and Swill, please. I'll put all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Please download our episodes. I already started watching the one-star movies. If you didn't want to listen to our show, why'd you let me watch the one-star movies? Can we stop this cruel game and allow the boy to keep one shred of dignity? For God's sake! I can't stand to see him in all this pain! So just listen to Netflix and Swill! For the love of God, let the boy review Netflix for you! Archaeologists in Sydney discover a 2,500-year-old mummy in an empty coffin. At least they thought it was an empty coffin. So, yeah. Apparently, they were just had this this old sarcophagus. Fancy word for for. I don't know, is, is there a difference between a sarcophagus and a coffin when it, you're dealing with, like, mummies and shit? I don't know, and I'm not going to look it up right now. But somebody can yell at me later. I don't, if you care, you can yell at me later. Anyway, but they, basically, they had this old Egyptian coffin in storage. It, they were like, oh yeah, it's just an old empty coffin. And they bring it out of storage, they open it up, and oh shit, there's remains inside. <laughs> 150 years they've had this fucking thing in in the university and they didn't know that it had a body inside so it's it's not like you know a whole body i guess but it's you know there there's human remains or at least presumed to be human remains like mummified remains inside of this coffin that they didn't know was there (laughs) did nobody ever open this thing we're like, oh yeah, it weighs about two tons. That's about right. There's not like a, maybe another hundred pounds of body in there. I don't know. We're not gonna. We can't tell. What's this? Four thousand pounds? Four thousand a hundred pounds? And eh, what's the difference? It's fucking heavy. No. What the? F- why? You know, you have this old coffin. Obviously, you know it's there for research purposes and your archaeologist and all that sort of shit and nobody fucking opened it <laughs> and it's just sitting in storage for decades 
And then they fucking open it. You've had it for 150 years. The hell? How did you? That's that just. That's what gets it. That's what gets it to me. But what I don't understand is how being in possession of this thing for 150 years did nobody open it. Isn't that especially like 150 fucking years ago when people were digging shit up? You dug shit up for treasure. You would have thought they'd have opened it up just to steal shit from inside. Somewhere somebody had to know there was a body inside. What the hell? You're in your university. I mean, yeah, it's the University of Sydney. No offense to anybody, any of my friends in Australia. You know, I don't know the prestige that Sydney University has especially their archaeology department. Apparently, their archaeology department isn't too bright because they didn't open up a coffin for 150 years. But, yeah, the fuck, people. Open it. You dug it up for a reason. Okay. On a completely unrelated note, I'm I'm probably going to fly through the news today. I'm not going to lie. I'm flying through the news today because I'm tired and and I'm (laughs) ill-prepared. But... Yeah, so, moving right along. Toronto restaurant shocks vegans protesting meat. Because, again, vegans. So, a a group of of vegan protesters, because I don't know what the fucking problem is with... You can't even say vegan protesters. It's almost... It's it's pretty much PETA protesters, because... I'm pretty sure the... I, I've known some vegans. Your garden variety vegan is generally just kind of pretentious about being vegan and very, yes, I'm vegan, I don't eat meat, and I don't use blah, 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 all of those vegan stereotypes. That's your garden variety vegan. Then you get basically your animal rights activists who happen to be vegan because they think it's you know, animal cruelty and blah, blah, blah. Like, the... You get your militant vegans, and your militant vegans go out protesting steakhouses, <laughs> and that's basically what happened here. This restaurant is called Antler. Antler. It is a steakhouse where they serve like wild game, and it's not even wild game. Well, some of it is. They serve like wild game, and then I think they have like farm-raised deer. Things like that, or it's like it's raised on a reserve and things like this. But they, they, it's not like they're hunting endangered species. They're going out and they're, they're serving up, you know, rare, less common animals. They're not just serving you, you know, a steak. It's a deer steak, or they're serving up, you know, they catch a lot of crap for, for uh, I'm going to butcher this, foie gras. Because it's like, it's like goose liver or something like that. And it's apparently incredibly like there, it's a highly questionable food. I'm not about to eat goose liver, so I don't care, but like, I I don't care where it comes from. Sorry. Not that I don't care if it's cruel. It's I don't care what it necessarily is because I'm not going near it. But yeah, so they've been, these, these militant vegans have been protesting saying they want uh, Antler to have a vegan option on their menu. Okay, you can go about this without, you know, going out animals or murder or uh, meat is murder and protesting outside of a restaurant that obviously serves almost exclusively meat. Like, why? 
do you want to go into this place? Like, oh, I want to go to the Antler restaurant, but they don't serve vegan. So I can't go there. Oh my God. No. You don't fucking go there. If it's a place that doesn't have a menu for you, you don't go. I'm not going to a sushi house because I don't fucking like sushi or fish in general. I'm not going to protest the sushi house to serve me a T-bone. No, I just don't fucking go there. And guess what? And you're protesting the steakhouse. You're not going to close the steakhouse. You're not. You're not going to protest the steakhouse and get them to, like, they might add a vegan option. Fine, they'll add a vegan option. And apparently Antler added a vegan option. At the same time as they added a vegan option, the owner walked out into the front window. There's like a, a table in their front window. He walked out there with a whole deer leg and proceeded to butcher, like, do the actual, like, butchering of the, the deer leg to get the cuts and the meat, the steaks and all of whatever the hell pieces and do the, the formal butchering of the meat in this front window in full view of all of the protesters. And <clears throat> they even somebody called the cops and they, the cops came in and they talked to him and they were like all laughing and whatever. And it seemed more like they told him, Hey, get it out of the window. It's a safety. It's like a health hazard. You can't be carving meat in your front window, basically. No, it's like nobody said formally what it is, but that's kind of the impression that was left was that, yeah, they weren't really there to stop him from doing anything other than a theoretical health code violation. So he does all of the, the meat carving, takes it back, cooks it up, comes back out and sits down and eats it at the table right in front of all the protesters. What do you guys expect? The restaurant is called Antler. It's not called uh, Paleo. It's not called Fresh from the Garden. It's not Sweet Tomatoes. <laughs> Let's throw in a real restaurant there. Let's th <laughs> it's not Sweet Tomatoes. It's called Antler. They serve meat. Don't change what the restaurant is, people. You have a right to be vegan. Go ahead. Be vegan. You don't have a right to tell my restaurant what the fuck I can serve. And if I want to serve... You know, deer that I shot yesterday on my ranch, I'm going to do that legally. Don't change my restaurant. Just don't fucking eat here. I'm sorry, protesters and activists. You can't change somebody else's thing. And this goes in a very blanket term. You're not going to change somebody's thing just because you don't necessarily agree with it. Something that is completely fair and legal and there's nothing wrong with it other than your particular moral stance against it. Whether it's a religious thing or a, an animal cruelty thing, you think that meat is murder? Fine, that's your thing. That doesn't change my my right and, you know, I'm going to eat meat. Okay, you're not going to, you, you know, you, you don't have a right to force me to change my restaurant. Sorry, I know it's not my restaurant, but I'm just, I'm speaking on behalf of the antler guy. Like, it's just, it's just, just give it, a, just stop, go somewhere else, go make an entire block of vegan restaurants and whatever. Fine. But don't, don't sit there trying to make somebody else conform to, I hate, don't make other people conform to your beliefs. That's grr. Okay. <sighs> Going from one restaurant to another and we're staying in Canada. Uh, we're, yeah, we were, we're going from. We're going from Toronto to Vancouver. Sorry, I had to look. Uh, 
Um, a French waiter in a Vancouver restaurant is uh, filing, filed a complaint with Columbia's uh, British Columbia, sorry, Human Rights Tribunal saying that he was fired for discrimination against his culture because he's French and he's a dick and he's rude and he was basically fired from the restaurant as a waiter for being rude and disrespectful. And so he's saying, I'm French. That's just the way I am. You fired me and it's a violation of my rights and my, you're discriminating against my culture. And <laughs> like, so you basically are saying that because you're French, you're an asshole. That's basically his argument. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm French. I'm an asshole. And you're discriminating against my right to be a French asshole by firing me. I was like, they even said, the, the people said he's a great waiter. He's great at doing the job, but his, his interpersonal skills are a problem. And he's had lots of uh, complaints. He's, he's not likable. <laughs> and the courts are letting him go through with it. But they've also said, we're not trying to set a precedence here. We're just trying to let this guy go and explain how, you know, being French results in, you know, like, how is it that you being French and your French culture, you know, can be misinterpreted to violate workplace standards for acceptable conduct? Basically, just because, prove to me, I'm going to be the court now, I'm not the antler guy. Prove to me that I'm, that you being French culturally means you have to be an asshole. <laughs> and that it is part of being an asshole is part of your culture. And that to be anything else is, is a violation of your rights. Sorry, dude, you don't have a case. You can be French and be a decent human being. You can be French and not be an asshole. You can be French and provide good service. If you're in France and you're a waiter in a restaurant in France and they let you be a dick to people because that's the way they are, fine, great. Guess what? You're in fucking Canada now. You're not even in, in Quebec. You're not even in, in French Canada. You're in British Columbia. You're in English Canada. Don't be a dick. You want to be a dick? Get a job where you can be a dick and not get fired, but you can't be a waiter in a normal restaurant and be an asshole. <sighs> Moving from one restaurant to another to another, taking another spin at this, we are going on... <laughs> wow, we're staying in Toronto. I didn't even catch this the first time. All right. <laughs> Again, failure to do show prep. I pulled the stories. I didn't read too far into them. Anyway, Sweet Jesus Ice Cream Parlor is getting backlash from Christian groups. You heard it right. Ice Cream Parlors called Sweet Jesus Ice Cream. Why? Because somebody said that whenever they, like, they would eat the ice cream, they would just like, Sweet Jesus, this is good. And so it just kind of stuck as the name. Well, uh, Christian groups are suing them, claiming that their name is hate speech. That they're mocking the Lord. And it's just, oh, people, get a joke. 
It's a fucking joke. And these are the same kind of people that would protest just about anything. It says Jesus and is not in a church. They're going to protest everything. Come on, people. It's it's a, it's just a joke. It's a gag. The, they even went as far as they put a disclaimer on their website. It was like, it's a phrase. It's an exclamation of excitement. I think it's... Uh, I think that's even, uh, what's it, a uh, Luke? No, that's Sweet Christmas. <laughs> I was thinking, is this that Luke Cage's catchphrase? Like, no, nah, it's Sweet Christmas. But still, um, they, it's, come on, people. Yeah. The, the, the protesters, the people, so they're saying, Sweet Jesus is all about trashing Christianity and mocking the saving work of our Lord Jesus Christ. No. Sweet Jesus is all about selling ice cream to Canadians, which is a tough task because it's fucking cold there. (laughs) And I'm sure right now Lisa and Sam are going, yes, it's cold, but we still like ice cream. (laughs) But it's, yeah, come on. It's an ice cream shop with a silly name. Let them have a fucking silly name. We were just talking about, we, I was just talking about a fucking steakhouse called Antler. I'm, I'm gonna give credit to some of these, these Toronto restaurants. Maybe that's just the thing in Toronto. You have these, these silly names for your, it's, it's a theme name. Steakhouse called Antler. An ice cream shop called Sweet Jesus Ice Cream. It's funny. Have a, take a fucking joke, people. Huh. <sighs> Talking about one manipulation. There's the word I was looking for earlier. Manipulation of religion to another. It's time for the Jackass of the Week. Georgia woman crashes her car into a concrete barrier on purpose to prove to her children that God is real. (sighs) Ah, fuck. You know what, woman? You can have all the faith you want. You're still stupid. So, yeah, this woman is now in jail. She intentionally drove her SUV into a concrete barrier to, sh- and told her kids that if they had faith... Did I mention her kids were in the car? Yeah. If they had faith, that God would protect them. This reminds me of that joke about, you know... Guy praying to God over and over, please, God, let me win the lottery. And he keeps coming back. He's like, I'll give you half the money. I'll give half the money to the church. Please, God, let me win the lottery. And over and over and over and on and on and on. Finally, he's leaving the church. He's like, God, please, why won't you give it? I need this money to help my children or blah, 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 whatever. And you just hear a voice. Buy a ticket. Yeah, that's where it's basically where we're at. <laughs> I know I screwed that joke into the ground, but yeah, that's basically where we are. Um, it's also in the Bible. You're not supposed to test God. <laughs> Gonna point that out, bitch. Um, but you know, to be fair, she did tell her kids beforehand, put your seatbelts on. <laughs> so apparently she didn't have that much faith, but they asked the kids, Hey, you know, did your mom crash the car on purpose? 
Even though she basically said, yeah, I crashed the car on purpose. The kids are like, yeah, because she turned the car and closed her eyes and was saying all this blah, blah, blah. I love God. That's a quote from the kids. <laughs> no, no bullshit. <laughs> but the fuck, woman? I mean, there's, again, not supposed to test God, but you know what? You could probably come up with a better way to do it than potentially killing yourself and your children. Because what if it's like a, oh, it's your time. <laughs> it's like, God didn't save you. It was your time and you were compelled by the Lord to crash into this pole and kill your children. Naturally, she's in jail. Uh, they took her kids away and she's facing child cruelty charges. Let's hope she stays away for a long time. And it's not even a, a, a religion thing. It's a you're a dumb bitch thing. And you should never be around your children again. Okay, I'm going to jump into the last little promo break here. And I will be right back to talk about the live stream for The Cure. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Question 17. When choosing a seat at a largely empty movie cinema, do you... A. Sit directly in front of another person. B. Sit right alongside a couple clearly enamored with one another. Or C. Take a seat away from other patrons that afford you a good view. If you answered A or B, fuck you! For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Before I jump into the live stream for the Cure stuff, I kind of want to take a little hashtag nice guy Adam moment and and thank some really awesome people and, and do a little bit of good. Uh, First off, uh, thank you, for, uh, Perry and Lindsay Johnson from Hello Life WTF and the pod stuff. I just got some stickers in and they had a really nice, uh, like, I, I won a little trivia thing they did. But with that, they actually sent this really nice card. Uh, we, we've become uh, pretty good friends in the last few months with stuff going on. And so they're really awesome. And they're another set of people that are, are on the short list. For, for future guests. And also thank you to everybody that sent in clips and, and, and messages for episode 100 already. You guys are awesome. And again, if you want to put, uh, send in something for episode 100, the cutoff is March 31st. So I, cause I've got a hell of a lot of editing to do for this one. It's going to take real work. Holy shit. Uh, but again, thank you guys. And last but certainly not least, David the producer and Juliet Miranda from The Unwritable Rant are raising money for charity. And they're doing it by selling flasks. Because if you know The Unwritable Rant, what better way to raise money than to sell flasks? So if you go to theunwritablerant.com, click on the merch store right up there, or there's a little thing that'll pop up to buy the flask yourself. Uh, for every flask sold, $5 is going to Stomp Out Bullying, which is a, a charity that is very 
close to Juliet as somebody who has dealt with bullying. And myself, you know, bullying is, it's an issue that needs to be dealt with. And there's really no other way to put it. And, you know, that there it's, you don't very often hear about something from Juliet that is emotional like that. But this is a, a charity that is a very near to her. And I, I'm, that's why I'm talking about it. They are trying to do their part to stop bullying. And I think you need to as well. So get on over there to the unwritablerant.com, buy yourself an unwritable rant flask and help stomp out bullying. Recommended listening. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin. We are the Epic Film Guys, and we'd like just a moment of your time to talk about an extremely important event coming up this May. Last year, we hosted the live stream for The Cure, a 12-hour live stream fundraiser where we raised $2,500 for the Cancer Research Institute. 86 cents out of every dollar raised goes to research toward finding a cure. And this year, we're aiming to smash that goal, and we need your help to do it. Join us from May 18th through the 20th for 30 hours of amazing live stream content from us and a whole host of amazing podcasters who will be joining us to try to reach $5,000. For more information, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. The live stream for The Cure 2.0. Again, taking place May 18th through the 20th of 2018, in case you're one of those crazies listening to this way off in the future. And they kind of summed it all up right there. I mean, this is what better thing could you get involved in than, you know, trying to fight cancer. Cancer sucks. There's, there's no two ways about it. And this is, a lot of people, a lot of podcasters getting together to do what we can to put an end, do something to fight cancer because it's something that affects everybody. And I said it last week and I'll say it again. Everybody knows somebody who's been affected by cancer, whether you know you've got family or maybe you have cancer or you've got family or you've got a friend who has cancer or a friend who has family who has cancer. There is no six degrees of Kevin Bacon when it comes to cancer. You're probably two or three. You probably know somebody who has, who's directly affected by cancer and we're all getting together. And I say we, because I am a part of it. And, and I've had both of my grandparents, uh, I shouldn't say both. I've had cancer on both sides, uh, with my grandparents and you know, it's, it's not an easy thing to deal with. I mean, my grandparents were all very old when they died. Fortunately, they lived very long lives, but cancer still sucks. And it's, and it can, it's just, I mean, I already mentioned, uh, Matt from PRL and he's now dealing with a second round of cancer and, I mean, if for nothing else that, you know, I'm in there, I've got a a podcast friend fighting it right now. And, you know, for me, hey, do it for Matt, do it for my grandparents, 
I'm, but I'm going to be a part of this on the 20th. It would be 1.30, no, not 1.30, 1 o'clock Eastern time. I believe that's like 10 a.m. Pacific or Arizona time. And we're, I mean, it's, it's going to be, I don't even know what's going to go on really. There's going to be, you know, cooking demos from, from Nick for restaurant, restaurant segments, uh, film reviews. The, uh, guys from Netflix and Swill are going to be in there. Um, Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts. Uh, Paul and Wayne from The Countdown, I believe, are going to be in there. It's, there's going to be so much going on. Again, uh, David, the producer from The Unwritable Rant, uh, maybe Juliet will drop in. She did last year. Uh, it's, there's Emily from the story behind so many people, like a lot of the, the sunshine summit people are, are kind of all coming back in for this one. Uh, a lot of them. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't have the list in front of me. I, I was going to run down the whole list, but I, I don't have it in front of me. Um, but there, I know the, uh, guys from BSP, the idiot syncrasy files, uh, another local, podcast out here in phoenix there's there's so many podcasters that are getting in to do this again it's 30 hours of live streams over th- uh, over a three-day weekend all just trying to raise money for for cancer research you cannot say that's a bad thing and it's just it's, it's for a cancer research institute and nick did his due diligence when it came to finding a charity to support and you know a lot of these charities you'd give them money and maybe 10 cents of every dollar maybe goes to the research goes to the people that need need it and the rest of it goes to you know administration within the 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 charity you know you you give to the wrong charity and you're just giving your money to executives getting six figure uh, salaries Whereas in the case of Cancer Research Institute, 85 cents, 85% of your donation, you know, yeah, 15% still got to go to operating costs and, and there's people to pay and all that. That's, that's just kind of part of running uh, anything. But 85 cents of every dollar you donate goes to helping fight cancer. You, you, there's, that's nothing to sneeze at. And, you know, I, again, I'm going to be a part of it. Uh, we got the Epic film guys, uh, sunshine and power cuts, Emily from the story behind BSP, idiot syncrasy files, uh, Netflix and swill. I'm again, I'm trying to think of names because I don't have the, the, the whole list. I mean, it's again, 30 hours, three days, tons of, of people, tons of games. It's going to be a ton of fun. And, Maybe I'll get the rest of my SMF brothers in here to be a part of it as well. But you need to check it out. You need to not only check it out, you need to go in and donate. Donate ahead of time. I still say, and I said it last week, that I think $5,000 is an amateurish goal at this point. With 30 hours and as many people as we've got going, I think we should be able to smash that $5,000 in the first day. I want to see... I want to at least see half of that in pre in in pre donations, and I realize that's a really a harsh. I would say harsh, but that's a really tall order. I'm gonna I'll admit to that. 
that's something really hard to to do before the event. But I think if we get the word out there and and spread the word to everybody, go out there on social media, uh, follow live stream for the cures, look it up, live stream for the cure 2.0. Uh, tune into it, donate to it, go to livestreamforthecure.com. You can make an early donation there. Do what you can. If Even if you can't tune in, I mean, it's 30 hours of streams. That's a lot to watch. And I don't expect you to watch it, but you know what? We're trying to entertain you for your money. You know, Jerry Lewis got knocked back to like a three-hour event. They used to do 12 or 15 hours or whatever. They Now it's, it's two hours we're doing 30 this year. And again, I say we because I'm in it this year. I donated last year. I'm I'm going to be part of it this year. I'm going to be donating this year. And I think you need to get out there and donate and help fight cancer. Because it's cancer. That's that's it. There's I don't need another reason. You need to do this. Because cancer sucks, and we all need to do our part to help put an end to it and minimize the lives that are lost every year to cancer, including maybe your parents, maybe your grandparents, maybe Matt from PRL, and I totally didn't plant this. (laughs) It just happens that I mentioned him at the beginning of the show, and oh yeah, it actually played into this but you've got somebody you know everybody's got somebody do it for them tune into the live stream for the cure may 18th through the 20th go to livestreamforthecure.com donate in advance let's get let's see i want to see five thousand dollars before the day we've got a month and a half to go people it is still March. It is the last week of March. I think in a month and a half, get out there, tell people about it, blast it on social media, livestreamforthecure.com, Facebook and Twitter, livestreamforthecure, look it up, find the event, tune in, donate, tell everybody, don't just tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell people you don't even fucking know, walk around on the street Hey, have you heard of the live stream for the cure? You should check this out. Donate money. These people are raising money for cancer because cancer sucks. The end. End of story. Okay. <laughs> have I rambled enough? Thank you, Nick and Justin, for that clip. And if you even want, if you don't feel like clicking, if you don't feel like typing it all out, Right there at the top, odddadout.blogspot.com, there's a nice big banner. Click on the banner, go to the live stream for the Cure website, donate there. As things come up, the more details will come out, and I will be putting them up on all of my social media on the Facebook page at Odd Dad Out, in the Facebook group Twisted World of the Odd Dad Out, and on Twitter and Instagram at Odd Dad Out. If you have any questions for me or you want to send me a clip for episode 100, you've still got a few days. Odddadout at gmail.com. Oh, show notes, pictures, links to all these news stories. Yes, it's going to be a few days late, but you can catch on to all the past episodes 
at odddadout.blogspot.com. Oh, man, just throwing it all in there today. <laughs> and until next week, I've still been Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. Thank you and good night. Good night.